appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all over the place. Also, you can watch the live stream, JoePags.com. Watch now. Or if you're getting away from radio, you can't get a radio signal. You can always listen to us live, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time at JoePags.com. Click on Listen Live, and you'll, you'll be taken right to the website uh, to listen to it in better than, um, than uh, FM quality. Glad to have you here. The show's been going on for about 30 minutes. We don't ask much. Three hours a day out of your 24 hours, one-eighth of your day. It costs you absolutely nothing, so I'm not really sure what your problem is. But I will reiterate some of the stuff that that we talked about in the first half hour, which frankly which frankly has me very frustrated. My news anchor, Carrie Lockie, my sidekick, pain in my ass, uh, usually you know, not very Camilla when it comes to giving opinion because it's not the job. But even you're frustrated by this. Obviously, we live in Texas. Yeah. You can't not notice it. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Uh, and uh, the thing is, at least the news media, I mean, we're reporting it. It's my top story. I, you see it on TV all the time. So, But you always report yeah, it correctly. So I, I, kudos to you for that. Everybody else who normally doesn't, they normally ignore it. They can't now. How do you, Carrie, how do you ignore 10,000 in a day? You can't. You've been working at this radio station, what, 25 years or something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever reported on 10,000 illegals coming across in a day? No, no, I have not. This is the first time. Yeah, this is, this is the first and it's big. And I want to reiterate my my comparison last hour with, you know, 100,000 Russian troops going to Ukraine causing war and mayhem. And we're seeing 7 to 8 million people that we have no idea who they are, what their background is, if they're criminals or not, if they're insane or not. We have no idea who these people are. None. And the assumption has to be they're all great people. And we're watching train loads filled with men between 18 and 35 coming across. And they're just pouring in. And Kerry mentioned the shelter is overwhelmed in Eagle Pass. And you have... There's no reason to stay in the shelter anyway. Nobody can force you to stay there. So, I mean, to me, that it, it blows my mind that when asked about it, she gives dumb answers like this. This is a president that has taken historic action on an issue, uh, on a system that has been broken for some time. I agree. He's taken historic action to make it the worst we've ever seen. And so we have taken actions. We have taken multiple actions. Uh, but again, this happens. It ebbs and flows. That's what we see at the border uh, for different trends, for different reasons. What is she talking about? Yes, the historic action is letting as many people in in the shortest amount of time you can. There was footage yesterday of Border Patrol cutting some of the razor wire that Texas had installed. Um, Governor Abbott has vowed to reinstall it. They have picked their, His border czar has pictures of people taking fresh razor wire after the border to reinstall it. Is there now a federal policy of removing the barriers that Texas is installing? So here's, and, and here's, here's what I'll say. I would have to look into that. I did so, see those reports yesterday, but as it relates to Governor Abbott, we know what he has done this past, uh, these past couple of years while this president uh, has been in office. He's, he's turned this, when it comes to the border, he's turned this into a political stunt. And that's what he's done over and over again. That's what I can speak to. Uh, I did see those reports. I would have to go back and, and get a sense from the team and give you an answer on that. I don't know what she's talking about. But again, you've got a governor of a state that under Trump, Abbott didn't have to do what he's doing because the border was secure and the immigration policies and laws that we have in the books were being followed. They were being enforced. This administration comes in and now Greg Abbott is in a position where he has to do something. And again, I'll say it again. I don't think he's done enough. I don't think he's done as much as he can. Without a doubt, I think that he can do more. But having said that, he has taken action with the buoys in the middle of the Rio Grande to stop people from coming across illegally, go to a port of entry, and with the razor wire. And now you've got an administration in Washington that is literally dismantling and vandalizing the protections the governor of Texas is putting in place at the border. And this fool who gets paid to lie 
is talking about how he's playing politics. No, he's not. The people of Texas are under siege. And Biden isn't doing anything. Here's another one. Karina, the uh, administration said yesterday it was a, a granting temporary legal status to hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans. At the same time, the city of Eagle Pass uh, in the Rio Grande uh, has announced a state of emergency because of immigrant surge. Um, is there any concern that the timing of this uh, Venezuelan TPS announcement might exacerbate what's happening in Eagle Pass right now? In, in, you know, essentially, is this going to make the situation in Eagle Pass worse? So look, um we have worked very hard, the president have worked very hard to implement a strategy when it comes to the border that is humane, safe, and, and has orderly enforcement. That is something that we have tried to do and worked really hard to do these last two years. None of that's true. Didn't answer the question. Just lied her ass off. Just keep on saying anything you want to say. And it doesn't really, listen, I'm a conservative guy, so I lean to the right. You might be liberal, you lean to the left. I align more with Republicans, although I'm not a Republican. You might align more with Democrats. Do you want 10,000 people a day to illegally come into this country? Do you want them to come here? We have no idea to vet them, know who they are, even what their real name is? is. Does anybody want that? And if you do, just tell me why. Corrine Jean-Pierre is an elitist piece of garbage. I'm just going to say it. She's somebody who doesn't know what's going on at the border, doesn't care what's happening at the border. She thinks she's an historic figure because she's gay, female, and black. She has said that. She thinks that she got the job, and it's really important that she got the job because of who she is physically and her immutable characteristics. And she was in vogue, too, this latest issue. Was in vogue because the job says it's a hard job. She gets up at 4.30 in the morning to get herself ready to give these answers. She's, she's not somebody who cares about this country. Is not somebody who cares about the safety and security of people along the border. She's not somebody who cares about the crime wave that's happening across big cities in this country. She is somebody who's an elitist that is not affected by any of it. Just like everybody talking about uh, climate change this and electric cars that, you got Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden and Kareem Jean-Pierre all going around in their SUV brigades and, and parades anywhere they want to go. Not worrying about fuel, not worrying about global warming, not worrying about carbon footprint, but everybody else has to. They're they're elitist pieces of garbage. That's it. This is who this person is. She wants to tell me what's happening at the border. I want her to show her ass up at Eagle Pass, then tell me what she sees. Because it's not hard to see. If you have Twitter or YouTube or anything on social media, if you have a TV, you've seen the throngs of people coming here. And every shot I see barely has a woman or a child in it. It's all like military-age men. You tell me, if they had bad intentions, could they harm us? Of course they could, because we're just giving them free passage. Free phones, free food, free clothes, free free place to stay. And, and, and now they're fighting like fisticuffs with cops in New York City. So she's a garbage, a garbage person. So knowing that she's lying, she's basically Baghdad Barbie uh, instead of Baghdad Bob. So just blowing off what she said, which is stupid. It doesn't make any What she said doesn't make any sense. Where are you on this? What do you think should happen right now? Should these states say, screw you, Biden? Because here, here, listen, this is my feeling. And again, I'll say it again. I have great respect for Greg Abbott. I, I'm friendly with him, have been for many, many years. When he's the attorney general, he did one of the best jobs I've ever seen as attorney general. As governor, he has shown weakness in places I didn't think he would, and he's shown a lot of strength in places that we hoped that he would. On the border, he's weak. And I'm going to say it clearly because he has the ability via the Constitution to protect the people of this state, and he's not doing it to his best ability. I believe that. And I hope he'll come on and, and answer some very direct questions about it. But having said that, you've got a situation at the border right now that is not going to be able to continue. We will not have a state of Texas soon. 
We will not have states of New Mexico and California and Arizona soon. California gets what they, what they expect. They've got hair gel as their governor. But now you're seeing it really adversely affect other places like New York, like Chicago. These people are now starting to freak out. So what is it that you would like to see done? And if you're a Democrat or a lefty, say so. I'm not going to argue with it. I just want to hear your perspective. If you're a righty, if you're a conservative, say so. I want to hear your perspective because it's my belief that everybody on every side of the aisle politically should be saying, yeah, right, but just close the border. I'll never forget Charles Rangel from, um, from New York, was a former U.S. representative. When somebody, I don't know if it was France or what it was, complained about George W. Bush. Charles Rangel, a Democrat who was opposed to Bush on almost everything, said, no, 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 no. You don't get to attack the president. We can. We can call him out, but you don't get to. He literally took the side of George W. Bush against some foreign entity that was complaining about Bush, and that's the way it should be. We should be Americans first, and then we can argue about what we disagree about later. You can't be an America, an American love, America-loving person in this country. And be okay and accepting of 10,000 people a day or 2,500 people a day or even 1,000 people a day. You can't be somebody who loves this country and cares about our future and just allow that. We go to the phone lines. We see what you think about all this. Alan, Maine, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Hey. Uh, I'm a retired veteran. Thank you. And I'm wondering if Mexi- if those people try to annex that town under Mexico or Guatemala or whatever, I think the governor should kick them to the curb and boot them out and say to hell with Biden's policies. Because the only reason I'm wondering, which I called the other day for you to ask, was if maybe he's worried about federal aid to Texas as maybe pulling back on the range a little bit so not to lose that or something. But I don't know what federal aid he's getting, Alan. What federal aid is, is Abbott getting that he'd be afraid to lose? Our economy in Texas can, can, can afford a lot more. The states don't get aid from Uncle Sam. I was told they did. In what form and fashion? Aid, what, what kind of aid? What do, you, what do you mean? Well, like, um, for example, our governor here, she gets aid for the, from the COVID relief, and she uses that, I guess, as she sees fit. She's got a rainy day fund that I call a slush fund, and that's supposed to be for emergencies and stuff, but that thing's higher than it's ever been in history. So go figure where it's going or what it's being used for. I mean, one person here even said she's riding high on federal money. Yeah, I don't know. So, I'm going to be honest with I you. I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe Texas doesn't. Well, well I'll, I'll give you the answer the best I can. And I appreciate you calling in from Maine as usual. Um, there is no aid tied to allow 10000 a day to come over. There's that. So if that's the aid you're talking about, no. I mean, Texas is a... An investing state. Like, let's take road and highway money. We pay more excise tax in Texas than we get back from the feds. So in other words, we're a donor state. States that don't pay in as much as they're getting back are getting money from a state like Texas. Texas literally could say, keep your aid, and we'll be self-sustaining here. We'll, we'll secure our own border if they wanted to because we are a... I forget what it's called. It's not called a donor state, but we're a state that gives more money to the federal government than we get back. So it's not about worrying about losing aid. The government would actually, the federal government would lose money if Texas stopped donating everything that it does. So we are a surplus state when it comes to that. Um, I don't think it's tied to aid. I think that, I, I got to be honest with you, I think it's a political move 
by Abbott to not do more because I think he can. I think it may be because he's looking at running for president one day. Maybe it's about his reelection to, to the, uh, the state of Texas as the governor. Maybe he wants to be a U.S. senator. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. I'd be happy to ask him. But I do think Texas can do more. Because he gets, he gets very, very, he gets, he gets, I'm not going to say angry. He's not an angry guy, but he gets a little bit lit when somebody like Tucker Carlson would ask him about, why aren't you doing more? And these, we are, we've got Texas National Guard down there. We're putting barriers. We're, we're putting the thing in the Rio Grande. Governor, 10,000 came in one day to Eagle Pass. So if you're saying you're doing everything you can, I'm a little bit worried about your abilities because I think you can do more. Again, I've got great respect for Greg Abbott. I like the man a lot. But this is unsustainable. I literally don't think Rick Perry would allow this to happen, who was the previous governor. This is not to say Greg Abbott is a bad governor. I think he's a good governor. But if you're saying you're doing as much as you can, and the 29,000 population city of Eagle Pass has gotten well over its own population in the past week in illegal entries, I don't think your best is good enough. Maybe tell me what you're working on. Now, when I have Ken Paxton on tomorrow, I'm going to ask him as the Attorney General, what can Texas do by law, by Constitution, by Texas's Constitution, to shut things down? What can? Because here's what I would like to see happen. What the federal government is doing is they're taking action and forcing states to sue. Why can't we turn that around? Why can't Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and again, hair gel will never do it in California, so forget them. Why can't those three states shut down their border with Mexico today and then force Biden to sue them to open it back up? Why can't we ever take proactive or be proactive when it comes to taking care of business, the, the security of residents of these states? Why can't we be proactive on the right? We always have to let the left do it, and then we sue the left. Then they change a word or two, and the suit doesn't go anywhere. So again, why not just shut the border in those three states, let everybody go to California if they want to come in. And then make Biden sue. And then let the court system, all the way to the Supreme Court, decide whether what Joe Biden is doing right now through his DHS, through his border policies, is legal. Because guess what? It's not. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Pleasure to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We've got a lot of people who want to talk about the border situation. CJ, if anybody's a Democrat or a liberal who's on the line, make sure that you indicate that for me so that I can find that quickly. I want to talk to people who have, who have different ideas when it comes to politics, but still want to be heard on the border. Let me tell you in the meantime about Super Beats. Super Beats are amazing. Super Beats is a, it's a great supplement. You have the powder form that I used for years. Now they've got Super Beats Heart Chews, which are very tasty. Tastes like you're giving yourself a treat, but they're very, very good at supporting your healthy blood pressure. In fact, paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. You're going to want to check this out. You, know, you take Super Beats Heart Shoes, go and do your workout, go into your work day, go for that walk, go dancing, play some tennis. Just, just don't lose energy throughout your day. 
Like you've got the highs and lows throughout the day. You take some caffeine or a sugary drink, going to give you a high, then a low. Why not get something that will sustain good, healthy blood pressure? Going to help to support good, healthy blood pressure anyway. And going to sustain good, healthy energy throughout the day. Effective and clinically studied, Superbeats is the number one pharmacist recommended beat brand for cardiovascular health support. So why not check it out now? Support your heart health with Superbeats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. Again, JoeLovesBeats.com. To get this exclusive offer, go to JoeLovesBeats.com. You go back to the phone lines. I appreciate you stopping by. It is going to be um, line four, and Sean is in Florida. Hi, Sean. Hey, good evening, Joe. How are you doing, sir? I'm living the dream, man. What's happening? About a minute. Let's go. Okay, so, you know, I, I think I just read a, 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 an interesting book. It's called De- uh, Dem- Democrats for Dummies, and we're going about this the wrong way. KJP's not lying to us. She just has a different perception of the truth. Joe has done historic stuff for the border. Absolutely nothing. And no other president in history of this nation has ever done less than Joe has for securing our border. You know, but to answer your question, and it's kind of rhetorical, you're absolutely right. The governors of the states do have the right to protect their state. You know, and they can go out like the governor of New Mexico and start creating these arbitrary bills and banning firearms or the carrying of it in public on a whim. Why can't a governor protect the people of their state? That's who their responsibility lies with, right? Well, constitutionally, they're, they're actually charged with doing that. Exactly. So, I mean, I know it's a rhetorical question for most, but, you know, it's, it, it, the, the fact of the matter is, why is there still inaction? I think that's what really ticks us off. I really got to curb my language. Well, well Sean, well, well, I'm, 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 out, I'm out of time. I'm going to let you go. I hear you. There isn't inaction. They have purposely ignored the enforcement of law to allow this to happen. He hasn't done nothing. He's done a lot. He's taken away all the safeguards that, that Trump put in place, and he's ignored all the laws. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. Joe Pags.